0: listeners, thanks again for tuning in Sin's workshop, it's been a while, I got very very sick um, and I just couldn't seem to get better no matter how many antibiotics I was on but um, I'm finally better, I'm still congested but that's mostly just due to allergies so, yay <laughs> um, but my son is sick again so it's only a matter of time before I get sick again, oh dear um, in any case Today we're going to be talking about No Filter and Other Lies by Crystal Madonado. Um, if you look at the cover, there's a, you know, like a one-liner that, you know, how books have their one-liners that kind of give an essence of what the story is about. And it says, would you lie online for clout? And I think that that's something that's really um, important. I, I think a lot of Times nowadays, you know, we live in such a time where nothing's really private anymore. Um, everything is online. We post everything online nowadays. Um, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, you know, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere, right? So I think. The point of this book, in in essence, not the whole point, is about remembering that there's more to life than just the number of likes and the number of followers that you have. I think a lot of times when you join a community, like either a beauty community, I, I mean, or a bookstagram community, you kind of become invested, you know, and I... I too, um, fell into that little trap of just like, you know, I want my website to, um, get bigger and get more notice, you know, get more views, so I'm using Instagram and YouTube and all these other fun things to promote my website, and even I fell into the trap of, I need more likes, um, I need more followers, right, And there's a whole big world out there, you know. And that's kind of what Maldonado is really focusing on. Because Kat Sanchez, she's an aspiring photographer. She posts all her stuff on Instagram. And she's constantly comparing how many followers she has to how many followers her friends have, her family has, you know. She is basing her worth off of social media recognition that she's not getting. And part of why she's not getting it is because she feels, you know, she is a curvy, she calls herself fat, um, but she's a curvy brown girl, you know. She is dark skinned. She is Latina. And she feels like that's hindering her. And she doesn't really like posting a lot of herself on Instagram. She just wants to post her pictures, you know. But she's not getting the recognition she wants. So one night in a drunken, kind of spur, photo she took for her portfolio of um, her friend who happens to be white. She takes all of them, creates a fake persona, and posts them in, and lo and behold, she's finally getting the recognition she thinks she deserves. But there is something deeper about it. She feels really unfulfilled in her real life, and I think that's a lot of times why a lot of people tend to dive so much into social media, not just because of the stardom, but because they feel like they're getting something more online than they're, that they're not getting in real life. For Kat, and this is why I love Maldonado's writing, because there's so many layers to the storytelling. For Kat, she has a complicated um, relationship with her friend who has a huge crush on her and who she's kind of made out with a couple times, but she feels something is missing, you know, and then you have her family. She lives with her grandparents, and she goes to her parents' house every Thursday for family dinner, or what's supposed to be fam- family dinner. Her parents had her when, she, when they were teenagers. Um, a year after, you know, she was born, her parents got pregnant again with her brother. So, here's the problem. They moved out, got a house, and they didn't take their firstborn daughter with them. They have a room but it's nothing. They they don't even know their own daughter. Um they set boundaries and rules for her. They're just like with their grandparents, but and the grandparents, I mean, her grandparents are the best, I mean, <laughs> I would have chosen them as parents rather than her actual parents, who, especially her mother, uh, she's, it's a really gratifying moment when Kat and her brother both call out their mother for her bullshit, um, cause she's not the greatest mother at all. Um, she wants to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the best mom. She wants to like live in this fake world that she also projects online. Um, but it's not real. Again, she wants recognition for being a good mother because she knows she's not a good mother. And Kat wants recognition. She wants people to see her. And get her work because her own family um, in essence abandoned her you know so she becomes so invested in Max Monroe and she just forgets that there's a real life out there because she's finally getting this sense of fulfillment the sense of acceptance online that she wasn't getting before you know, she has her best friends, and they're all great, but they don't really understand everything that she's going through. Um, so it's really a powerful moment for the narrative and for the storytelling to see her understand, you know, that she has everything she needs with her grandparents. You know, she doesn't need her parents' acceptance, you know, or her parents' love. She, she's always going to want it. She's always going to wonder, you know, why not me? And it's complicated. Life is complicated. You got two teenagers who are about to have a second kid. Um, they were probably overwhelmed, you know. So they just took the younger kid. And and I'm sure they, you know, they have a room for Kat. And I'm sure that they had plans to go get her again. But it just never, it never happened. It never clicked. And you know what? Families aren't perfect. They are very much imperfect. And I think that's something Maldonado touches on really well. Relationships are messy. They are complicated. You know, we could look and see the, what looks like the perfect family all the time, but maybe there's more to the surface, you know. They probably project perfectionism when they're outside, but at home, you, you never know what's going on with someone else's life. You never ever know. And that's what I liked. You know, the story is all about going underneath the facade, living outside the facade. You know, we project so many lies, even if they're just white lies. Um, we use filters for pictures. We maybe over-exaggerate situations. Um, I'm just thinking of, like, random examples. We... Do things without intending to do things. Life is complicated. Relationships are complicated. And I like this story for its realism. I don't really read a whole log of um, fiction. I like, you know, um, examples of fiction that I, I've read. Um, Mexican Gothic. um, Alice Hoffman, um, Hester Fox. I mean, those are all considered fiction. They're historical fiction, but there's some magical realism, horror, fantasy to them. I don't really read a whole lot of contemporary, um, because I like realism. Don't get me wrong, but if it doesn't feel real, then I'm, there's going to be a disconnect, which is usually why I stay away from the genre, but this is the second novel of Crystal, of Crystal Madanau, that I really, really was able to connect to. Her storytelling, her writing, the layers of depth that she incorporates into the storytelling, it's very gravitating towards me. I find her storytelling to be incredibly relatable. I find it to be very realistic. I find it to be relevant and heartwarming and gut wrenching, and you are able to connect to the characters. You're able to connect to the story time, story, um, telling, and you're able to connect to the plot because she has a, such a consistency with her writing. She's emotional. The intern, the internal narrative is just like. This sounds like a real person. It doesn't sound fake. It doesn't sound forced. It doesn't sound like, hmm, let's see how I can dramatize the scene. Because a lot of contemporary fiction does tend to dramatize a lot, which isn't a bad thing, but that's just, a, a, you know, if I want dramatized fiction, I'll watch TV. <laughs> um, but that's why I really love her storytelling, and that's why I really love this book, because of all the layers that are in. This, this story. You think it's just about a girl who wants recognition online, but it's like, why? The story makes you question, why? Without really, you know, thinking, thinking about it. It just sort of clicks by the end. You're just like, okay, as pieces fall into place, you start to understand, all right, she wants recognition because she was kind of abandoned by her parents. Her parents don't know her. She has a half-brother that she has a string, rela- not a half-brother, she has a little brother she has a string relationship with. Um. She spends hours, and I think we've all felt this, when we spend hours creating something, um, creating art, and then no one really pays attention to it, especially when we pour our everything into it, we feel very despondent you know we feel depressed it's just we spend hours on something we want someone to like it and recognize our hard work i think that's just human nature human nature to want recognition and you feel that you know you definitely feel it so i have to give um no filter and other lies four and a half out of five stars it really is a good book excellent again i don't read contemporary fiction but I personally did love this book. Um, huge fan of Mother writing already. I think she is standout. So, again, give this book um, 4.5 out of 5 stars. Please remember to support the author by purchasing the book at, by, at your local bookstore or online book retailer. I ask that you, you know, go on Barnes Noble, Books a Million, Bookshop.org... Um, IndieBound, Book Depository just I, I just ask that you avoid Amazon because when it comes to books you know, books yeah, books are cheaper on Amazon but then they're undercutting the amount of profit that the author makes and you sell them at list price at the bookstore because bookstores employ more people than Amazon warehouses do you know, the books are just kept at a warehouse That's it. They don't have to pay, um, labor. So support your bookstores. (laughs) Um, on that note, I hope you all continue to support me by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading. Mm